Welcome to episode one in the series of Black Canadian History. Today's topic, the Anti-Slavery Society of Canada. You're listening to Student Speaks. Enjoy! At some point, we've all heard about the Underground Railroad, or the American Civil War to end slavery in the States. But what was going on in Canada during this time? Being the neighboring country of the U.S., Canada had a connection with the civil rights movement, and even acted as a place for refugees to escape slavery. As a result of this, the civil rights movement began in Canada as well, with various abolitionist organizations fighting for the cause. One of these organizations was the Anti-Slavery Society of Canada, and it was one of the first and last relief organizations in Canada. The Anti-Slavery Society was formed in 1851 in Canada West, now known as Ontario, with the goal of promoting the global abolition of slavery. It had a huge impact in Canada and played a significant role in the ultimate goal of the abolition of slavery. Now, I am going to tell you about the Anti-Slavery Society, but to fully understand its impact, one must learn about why and how it was created. The first thing to know is that in 1850, the Fugitive Slave Act was passed in the U.S., an act that legalized the capture of those who had escaped enslavement to the North and their return to enslavers in the South. This caused African-American refugees to travel to Canada in the following decade, with the hopes of escaping enslavement. 15,000 to 20,000 refugees crossed the border to Canada in the 1850s, either with the Underground Railroad or a road directly across the border. This migration caught the eyes of various authoritative figures in Canada, becoming the topic of discussion at a meeting at the Mechanics Institute in Toronto and multiple pro-abolition editorials, including the ones in the Globe newspaper. Not everyone agreed with these articles, though with many cases of discrimination before and after the creation of the Fugitive Slave Act. A year after the act was legalized, the Anti-Slavery Society was formed in Canada West, now Ontario, with the goal of promoting the global abolition of slavery. It is important to note that during this time, Canada was divided into provinces such as Upper and Lower Canada, regions that we now know as Ontario and Quebec. Stretches of the Underground Railroad crossed into these areas, providing a route for refugees. Because of this, many refugees migrated to Canada, and the Anti-Slavery Society aimed to aid in their journeys. The Society adopted a few resolutions at its first inaugural meeting. These resolutions decided on enslavement as inhumane, agreed and sympathized with American abolitionists, and defined the Society's objective. This was to aid in the extinction of slavery all over the world. The organization was created and led by several important figures from both black and white communities, including faith leaders of some Christian denominations, such as Baptists, Congregationalists, Methodists, Presbyterians, and Quakers. The founders of the Anti-Slavery Society were the Reverend Michael Willis and George Brown, but various figures such as Frederick Douglass were involved as well. The way the society worked was that it was divided into three levels, office bearers, committee members, and subscribers. While subscribers supported the society by paying annual dues, the two other groups acted as the organization's agents. As for the organization's impact, they launched aid programs for refugees in Kenda and formed ties with other relief organizations, some of which being women's organizations that were usually led and organized by the wives of members of the society. 
They established a night school dedicated to training refugees in farming and spoke out against segregation in schools. The Anti-Slavery Society of Canada believed that establishing economic stability and resources to secure employment was the first step in aiding the refugees. In other words, instead of catching them a fish, they taught them to fish themselves. The Society also sponsored a lecture series where they often featured liberated slaves and abolitionists. The speakers would speak out against slavery and report on the refugee situation in Canada. Notably, Frederick Douglass spoke in April of 1851 at the St. Lawrence Hall in Toronto. In the Society's last years, the late 1850s, they began to focus more on relief work rather than on direct abolitionist action. Now we've come to the end of this podcast. To sum it all up, the Anti-Slavery Society of Canada was one of the first and last pro-abolition societies in Canada in the 1800s. The organization helped many refugees who had fled to Canada and helped gain sympathizers for the abolitionist movement, both in Canada and in the States. Reactions to the formation of such a relief organization varied from supportive to violently discouraging. While many sympathized with the cause, there were many cases of organized group prejudice against black settlements. This included petitions, campaigns, and in extreme cases, violent riots. Despite this, the Anti-Slavery Society worked to push pro-abolitionist ideas and ultimately succeeded in the U.S. However, we still have a long way to go for global abolition, since, unfortunately, modern forms of slavery still do exist.